what's up everybody my name is gabby and welcome or welcome back to i am the storm today's episode is titled clear skies and we're just gonna go ahead and hop on into it um first i do want to address there was no episode last week if you noticed um my dog had surgery um this past week so it's been a lot um and the people that know me know how much i love my doggy um and uh she we found out she had cancer which is like very boo um but it was a skin mast cell um and they removed it on monday and my mom came to help out all week because my job does not let me um they basically just wouldn't let me um stay home so that's neither here nor there (laughs) but um i am lucky to have my mom and very blessed to be able to um, have her and she was here for valentine's day so got to just level my mommy a little bit and spend some time with her um and it's actually kind of funny because i think about it and i got this title um from kind of a situation with my mom so like if you know the movie Encanto um you know how she always has to do clear skies clear skies so that way she couldn't she didn't start the storm I can't remember what her name was the aunt and I've seen this movie like a hundred times don't 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 get me started out of Pixar but um I always tell my mom clear skies because I'm always on the phone with her and she gets so upset and bent up all over a whole bunch of stuff and I'm always like clear skies lady clear skies and she'll eventually start to tell herself that to try to calm down a little and kind of that's the overall theme for this episode is control um I think I've talked about control before in a past podcast I want to say like last season or something along those lines but obviously a lot has changed my perspective is ever growing um, and this episode is going to be a little bit more rambly, uh, which my mom, I love my mom. She listens to all of these and she does not hesitate to give feedback and says, she's, you need to write a script or something. Cause you just be rambling and just talking. And I'm like, I do write a script, but today, unfortunately today we are going with no script just cause mentally I am in a struggle boat currently and I just couldn't sit down to do it um I really want to get this episode out I really want it to record and I feel like I can talk about it um but the being able to just sit down and type it all out just wasn't working out so this is where we are so I hope that you don't get lost in the ramble um and we're just gonna (laughs) keep it moving but um as I was saying my mom I love her to death I'm so sorry lady but Uh, she gets very upset over things that, uh, I describe as not in her span of control. And so we're going to do a little backtrack because control, I am, I call myself a reform control freak. And so I always break this down to all my friends or everything when people get upset. Cause nine times out of 10, the stuff that you're upset over is things that you can't control. So why are we getting upset over stuff we can't control? You can only control three things in your life. What's that? That's how you respond to things, what you decide to participate in, and your own actions. That's it. There's nothing else that you can do or that you can control in life. And so um, I've gotten a lot better at understanding that and 
giving a lot of that over to God, to be honest, but, um, and just not letting those things get to me as much because it's just not something that I can control. And, um, with my mom specifically, I'm so sorry. She's going to be so upset over this, but with her, you know, I'll be on the phone with her while she's driving and all my friends have road rage too, which is, I think it's hilarious, but you know, oh, and just yelling and they did this and they did that. And you get out like, it's just a whole lot. And I always joke. Cause I'm like, you guys have road rage. I have road commentary. Like, I'm like, okay, if you're going to get in front of me, you better go. Like, that's as much as you're going to get out of me in the car. Like, I just don't have it in me to be angry because it's, you know, it's not, it's not within my control, but I can control how I respond to things because you can ruin your whole day by how you want to, how you choose to respond. Either you can be pissed off or you can decide to keep it moving, keep it pushing because nine times out of 10, it's not that big of a deal. And I like to choose things as small as like road rage. I think of that or a road inconvenience, I like to think about it more so like, okay, God is trying to hold me up from something. I get stuck in traffic behind an accident. I'm not upset over it. It's all right. You know what? God is trying to prevent me from being up there or, you know, just something along those lines. I, that's how I just choose to have my outlook on, on life. And so when we're in these situations and I always just remind my mom, like clear skies, clear skies. And I can hear her say it back to try to calm herself down. And I kind of, uh, always just remind myself with my friends, you know, when, when we get stories or things like that. And I know with us in the younger age, so this is like me talking to all my younger people. Um, it's really hard in like dating scenes and talking to people and all of this stuff. And I always have to like remind my friends and like you it's you can't control how this other person responds or whether or not they do respond because the same way that they are not entitled to you and your time and your response and your presence you're not entitled to them and their time and their response and their presence so if that boy decides that he's not going to text you back or he decides that he's going to take all day or he decides that you know, he's going to say something stupid or whatever he decides. You can't control that. All you can control is like I always say, what you decide to, um, participate in and how you decide to respond to that. Are you going to get pissed off? Are you going to get mad? Are you going to now blow up his phone? Are you going to block him now? Cause he didn't want to respond to you. Like I, and I get that it's hard because I go through the same stuff of like, that feeling of rejection and then you want to immediately retaliate of like block them or unfollow them and you just look crazy at the end of the day I'm not gonna lie um and if your friends are encouraging you to do that let's reevaluate because I'm gonna tell you as your friend you look crazy so stop doing that at the most if you really want to feel something you know what I do I just delete their number I just delete their name that makes me feel like I have a little bit of power, even though it does nothing and it doesn't affect or reflect anything externally where somebody can see, oh, she's spiraling because she didn't get a text back. When in reality, you're not entitled to that. Are y'all married? Are y'all dating? Has he asked you to be his girlfriend? No, you are not entitled to that man. Chill out, like <laughs> chill out. And you also get to just, like I said, you always get to just, to determine and decide how you want to respond. It's a lot more admirable to be able to just say, you know what? 
I'm just gonna get up and 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 not freak out. Just because he took two days to respond doesn't mean you now you now sorry you now need to take two days or three days to respond. Like y'all are just playing games. That's childish. I mean, if that's the type of time you're on, then have at it. But I mean, I don't think you should be playing games and then at the same time talking about why you don't have a husband. I'm just saying. I'm gonna hop off that. See, I feel like y'all are picking up on the ramble, and I hope that y'all are following of how um, these conversations go, because this is honestly how I talk to my friends. Like, it's just a never-ending line of conversation out of me, but that's kind of my span on control, um, which I have talked about before, but um, that's kind of also, yeah, like I said, where the the title clear skies comes from. And so I had for like topic two, emotional awareness and letting things roll off your back, because I think that's a very large part in all of this of, um, being able to realize where you are. Like, even if we want to go back to the analogy for the movie of from her knowing, okay, saying clear skies and rubbing her hair is going to make her calm down. That takes emotional awareness. That's being able to recognize where you are knowing that that's not a positive place that you want to be and using a tool or a tactic or whatever you want to call it to be able to calm yourself down. There's a, there's a certain level of emotional awareness and emotional regulation that comes in to play in these spaces. Um, and all of that comes from is being honest with yourself. You can't regulate yourself or be aware if you are lying to yourself. Like, if you're going to be honest with anybody, it should be yourself. I would say it should be your doctor, your therapist, and <laughs> and your pastor. Those are the three people you should never lie to. But um, there's, there's a level of emotional awareness that comes into play. Um, and that takes time to develop, I think. There's just sitting with your feelings is very hard. But um, it allows you to know where you're at better. Um, and we also, we had a self-care ladies night um, here back, I think it was like October, and a great tool that we all got out of that were these feelings wheels. And you can literally go and look up like Google right now, feelings wheel, and it will come up. And um, now I reference that to my friends when we're talking, we're having conversations, and I'm like, hey, let, maybe this is a good time to bring out your feelings wheel. Or obviously, if you don't have it on, you just Google it really quick because what it basically is, is it starts with all of the, um, I think it's out wide or one of the ends, um, like the basic emotions, like think inside out, anger, disgust, fear, happiness, sadness, right? But then it breaks down to all of these other like subcategories of how you're really feeling. Like you might say, I'm sad and I don't know why I'm sad, but I'm just sad. Okay. Well, how about we go look at this feelings wheel and let's read these other options. Oh, my sad is actually loneliness. Oh, my sadness is actually disappointment. My sadness is actually grief. Then we can address the actual issue that's, you know, coming into play. And that right there is emotional awareness and being able to fully recognize with yourself where you are. Um, and cause that's how you, you build. That's how you're able to now fix the problem. If you're sad and you don't know why you're sad, how are you going to know how to help yourself? 
you're I'm sad and I don't know why I'm sad but I think it's because of x so you go treat it for x but in reality it was for y so now you're still sad because you didn't treat it correctly and now you're frustrated because you already tried something and you still you know nothing's working right and so um there's there that's a huge huge part in all of this and especially you know ties into control because you have to know where you are why is that pissing you off why is the stuff that you know that you that you can't control why is the going back to road rage why is it you know somebody getting in front of you making you mad is it actually is it is it just like blank anger or is it you're frustrated because you're late is it you're frustrated because you like to have control over the situation you like to be the fastest one going you're mad because like you know it's just it's so many countless things that it it goes into and so that's a huge thing and I definitely recommend everybody that's listening to this to go google literally right now because you're listening to this on something that you can exit out of the app and still hear me so go google right now a feelings wheel and just save it to your camera roll maybe uh, make it a favorite or something I don't know and the next time that you're in that space where you're like, I'm just in a funk today and I don't know what it is, or I'm just sad and I don't know why, or I'm just struggling to get my emotions out, go reference that. Or if you like to journal, you know, when you're sitting down and journaling out of like emotion, maybe pull that out, maybe have that nearby because it definitely helps with understanding where you're at and um, knowing how to push forward. Uh, Because there's a level of, I had like letting things roll off your back. You get to a point where you just, it just doesn't bother you anymore. Like, you could just keep it moving. And you're not pressed, you're not upset. It's just like, all right, well, yeah, that happened. You know, is it disappointing? Yeah, it's disappointing, but it's not something that's going to ruin my day. And let's go back to guys, because guys are always, Lord, have mercy, Lord, guys are always part of the conversation, apparently. And so it's like, Okay, that guy, you know, ghosted you. And you're spiraling because he ghosted you. Or we can address our feelings, understand where those feelings are coming from. We can keep it moving on ourselves, understand that we can't control whether or not he texts us back because we're not entitled to his time or his response or presence. Not to mention, if he's not communicating effectively, you don't want him anyways. I'm just going to say that now. When somebody shows you who they are the first time, believe them, okay? He's not going to change. He's just going to get more comfortable, okay? All right. So there's a level of letting things roll off your back. Um, when you get to you get to a certain point of you're just like, okay, well, he didn't text back. That's fine. He wasn't for me in the first place. Next. And then you, you don't also have to hold grudges either. Um, if he decides to text you back four days later, you can either not, or if you do, maybe like don't start with, oh, so now you want to let it go. If you decided that you wanted to reply, then let it go. Forgiveness. Okay. Especially if you have Christian. Y'all really need to work on the forgiveness aspect. Okay. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Um, and so there's, there's a level of like regulation, um, of course with the emotions and just understanding overall 
the the control aspect is a huge thing and I know it's all easier said than done um it's like I said when I started very much a reform control freak and somebody that loved to see what was coming and just wanted to have everything planned out and God laughed at me when I said that so I've learned how to just give it up and um and find peace within my faith and honestly that's kind of where it all comes from for for me is just having faith um that I know everything's going to be all right. And then the things that I can control, I do my best. You know, it's always just, I just do what's right. That's a lot of it. And I'm not, I'm trying to not go down that hole of that tangent, but it, it, a lot of the things that we actually do have power over, we're not choosing the right decision. And when I say we, I mean, y'all, but but we're not, we're not, we're not choosing what's right. It's like, oh, well, I know that I, I want to, um, I want to feel better. And I know that eating this Ben and Jerry's is going to make me feel better. So I'm just going to do that. Well, in reality, I also know that doing my prayer and devotional is going to make me feel better. I also know that sitting down and making an episode instead of, um, avoiding it all day is going to make me feel better. So maybe instead of doing the thing that I know is not going to make me feel better, I actually engage in what I, you know, know is correct. I know what's right or, um, not chasing that temporary, uh, relief as I should say, because that's what all of it is. The smoking, the drinking, the whatever else it is, that's the, it's all temporary, you feel good in the moment. You feel good while you're doing it. You're not going to feel good later. I'm sorry. I have to be the one to let you know. Like, going to hang out with this man because you feel lonely right now, you're not going to feel great about it later. You're not. So maybe we just work on our emotional awareness and realize where we are. We work on how we can do the things that we know we need to do. Hold ourselves accountable. Okay? And then we do the right thing. Like, just do the right thing. You know that it's the right thing. So why aren't you doing it? Do you not want to feel better? Oof. That one. Because that's a whole nother beast. That definitely needs to be talked about. And definitely needs to be addressed. And definitely takes a level of emotional awareness to be able to say, Hey, you know what? I do know what I should be doing here. And I continuously, you know, turn away from it every single time. What's going on with that? And that's another conversation that you have to have with yourself. And a lot of this takes work. And I know I make it sound like it's easy because it's not easy. It's also why I recommend therapy. I very, I very, I very strongly recommend therapy to everybody. Because it makes a difference. And it helps having a person that's there that's outside of your your friend group. Like your, I, oh, I said it before. I'll say it again. I'll die on this hill. Your friends aren't your therapists. Your friends are not your therapists. Your family is not your therapist. You're dumping. Stop dumping on those people. They shouldn't be dumping on you either. But, I mean, there's a level of, like, you can confide in them. But, like, go see somebody. Go talk to somebody that's going to not only give you advice, quote-unquote, but help you build the tools that you need to do. So that way, when you're not in therapy or when you're not 
having that conversation with them directly that you can go back and reflect and look at those tools that you already have and get yourself out of the hole. Because if you need to call somebody every single time that you feel upset, mm, I don't think we have the tools that we need. And that's okay. I'm not shaming anybody. Just because I'm at where I'm at does not mean that I'm higher than anybody else, okay? This has just been years and years and years and years of therapy, honestly. Lots of years of therapy to be able to be where where I am and be able to reflect. So, unfortunately, I have to be the one to call y'all out. <laughs> and it's really just because I love this space because I can do that. And it's like I'm not talking to anybody specifically, so I don't feel like I have to censor myself um, for the sake of your feelings. If I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. But maybe we think about why I hurt your feelings. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> but um, I am going to wrap this up because I am just rambling a lot. Uh, this will probably be the only episode for this week. Um, hopefully next week I'll come back with more than one again. Um, but it's just a lot going on over here. So please pray for me and my puppy. Um, keep us in mind. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I love you. and. Um, Yeah, I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye-bye.